Hi guys, uh, how you doing? It is a Wednesday evening, day off for me actually, uh, last night. I uh, stayed up to watch um, the full fight, watched a lot of the highlights at work at Sky Sports, but watched the full um, tape of Deontay Wilder, Luis Ortiz, including all the post-fight interviews. First of all, what, what a contest and credit to uh, both the Cuban and the man from Alabama, uh, Deontay Wilder, for that in terms of uh, resilience and uh, to come back, <laughs> tremendous powers of recovery, even though I think at the end there was a bit of a cheesemo saying he wasn't actually hurt, despite that knockdown in the seventh, Ortiz knocked down in the fifth, ultimately ran out of gas and was stopped by Wilder in the tenth. Um, obviously you know that if you're listening to this. A couple of things that struck me, one was you know, credit to Luis Ortiz, a lot of speculation over how old he is that allegedly turning 39 this month, not necessarily his true birthday, but I thought that he managed himself well, his limitations with the energy front because he boxed very cleverly boxed to a plan. I know the scorecards, this is again opinion, isn't it? But the scorecards perhaps weren't really uh, truthful in, in having Wilder up. Um, I think that's very controversial. But I thought Wilder, I thought uh, Luis Ortiz circumnavigated his issues with, with fitness and just that feeling you don't quite have that buzz in your muscles, that energy, that zip, you know, in your 30s. I, I was sort of 34, 35 last year, played... Um, 11-a-side football match for the first time in a while and I do a little bit of running and a bit of five-a-side but it's, it's so I wasn't match fit for football anyway even if I was 25 but there was a sense there was just a little bit missing the 20-yard run to the ball things like that a little bit of gas not quite there something had ebbed dissipated some of the sort of <laughs> life force I guess so you can see Luis Ortiz as Johnny Nelson the Sky Sports analyst former world champion himself said in said in commentary that um, he couldn't go up the gears because there wasn't the physical reserves there anymore because he, he, he was an older man and Deontay Wilder had that over him and ultimately it was that energy I think that, that won the fight because Luis Ortiz kind of came out of his cage a little bit when he got Wilder in trouble whereas before that he boxed to a plan great skill set again an example of mastery I thought it was really good Wilder's an enigma for me as well because he's obviously had a decent amateur career he's won a bronze medal in 2008 Beijing Olympics hence the name Bronze Bomber but he is unorthodox doesn't he and you think maybe he's just rewriting the paradigm a little bit there why try and be like everyone else he sort of you know doesn't have the standard jab stance standard rhythm the way he moves he's kind of cat-like his long limbs very slender and slim just over 15 stone I think which for a man standing six feet seven inches and clearly possessing a lot of muscular um, powers is kind of incredible really has got thin legs but yeah, I thought maybe it's an interesting way to approach it. Put me in mind actually of um, the guy that did the uh, the high jump, Fosbury Flop, who reinvented things a little bit with his technique before people used to go up front ways and they flopped backwards and now everyone's doing it because he was a paradigm changer. Now I'm not sure Deontay Wilder will because obviously the fact he has his hands low, that he stalks around the ring, that he doesn't move in an orthodox fashion, doesn't jab in an orthodox way, kind of got a feeling but vaguely feeling jab, not even in a classic American jab. It's sort of like just a really uh, disinterested sort of paw that he puts out there. But he gets away with that because it's all predicated, that game plan, on just a searing power. It's like one of those guys, isn't it, you know, that kind of, this is an analogy to, to real life, but some sort of slacker who's just got an amazing voice and ends up being world-famous pop star or something like that. He's kind of does things his own way, and he's obviously a diligent guy. He puts in a lot of hours in the gym and must be studied in boxing, he's got his 10,000 hours, but he's opted for this kind of unpredictable style, it's, hence he seems to lose a lot of rounds, even though the judges necessarily didn't say that at the weekend. But yeah, I think it's, the question is, and I asked Adam Smith, head of Sky Sports Boxing on Sky Sports News yesterday, uh, and he very uh, kindly said it was a good question, but I asked, 
do we think Deontay Wilder is more a potent threat to the likes of Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury now than he was pre-fight? Showed guts and heart to come back from the seventh round, stop Luis Ortiz in the tenth. Similar, the analogy's been made to, and it wasn't as, as helter-skelter fight, but as, as Anthony Joshua recovered from his knockdown to uh, Vladimir Klitschko, came back and won by knockout. And again, the scorecards were <coughs> a little bit sketchy in the favour of the, uh, the younger champion in both cases. But I think uh, the, the fascinating aspect of both those fights is you feel like if Wilder had Joshua in trouble in a similar way to Klitschko, or if Joshua had Wilder in trouble to a similar way to Luis Ortiz in the seventh round in Brooklyn on Saturday night, neither Joshua or Wilder, depending who was the man in trouble, would, would have seen much clear day, daylight because both guys, those younger guys, have got the energy, the ferocity, the power to finish it off. So I can't see their meeting certainly being a topsy-turvy affair like that. My sense is that Joshua could win on points and outbox Wilder. The gunfight would be a kind of random, you know, turn of events, whoever wins. But yeah, for Wilder, I just it strikes me as just kind of a very hard one for people to, to analyse, just simply because he doesn't box to the same pattern and rhythm that we normally see. But I think that's actually in his favour and in his credit, which again, we're still left with questions, which makes him a potent threat to, to, um, to Anthony Joshua or indeed Tyson Fury, who spoke to us at Sky Sports this week, suggests that, he's, that Wilder's made for him and he's got unfinished business with Deontay Wilder. So watch that space for that. Uh, but it was a great fight, resilience. It's interesting watching it with um, sort of non-boxing enthusiasts actually at work who said to me, a woman said, the crushing blows, the landings, she sort of said, how can that still be allowed really? And it is a sobering thought that these guys, although Joshua's only 28, Wilder's 32, you're getting heavy hits from guys with the long levers like Wilder and stuff. How long can you really be in the, in the business? How long is it good for your health? Um, if you watch the film Concussion with Will Smith about the uh, doctor in the States who diagnosed chronic traumatic encephalopathy in NFL players, basically punch drunk syndrome. So I can borrow it straight from boxing. He says that the brain isn't able to deal with too many blows. We're not like woodpeckers, I think was the example, because their brain is, is insulated to deal with that kind of repetition, that banging against the wood, that drill-like motion, whereas our brain doesn't deal well with, with uh, movement. And when you get hit, it shakes up the brain and, and all that kind of stuff. So that kind of <laughs> is an interesting one. I think ultimately there's so many dangers in life, though. Driving a car is dangerous, cycling is dangerous. How, how do you eliminate that? And I think people get so much from boxing, so much self-fulfillment and so much opportunity. And for certainly Deontay Wilder, he's uh, now hopefully on the cusp of, of realising um, riches and, and support and safety for his family, um, security for the rest of his life. Obviously, he's got kids and one disabled daughter. He poignantly talked about that post-fight, um, something he shares with Luis Ortiz. And that, again, going back to a, a, an update, was awesome to see the embrace post-fight, even through the interpreters, through different languages, Spanish and English, that that respect, that affection, I think, again, is a lesson to us to bury our differences. And if we have a dispute with someone in real life, not to fester and be bitter if it's on Twitter or at work or in relationships. So again, that inspired me. But yeah, uh, I think the interesting thing to come from it is there's still questions over Deontay Wilder because that right hand is mercurial. It is a, a real blessing. And you talk about practice and hours and working out to get strong, but that is something that's innate, genetically gifted to him. And what a, what a talent that is. It makes him a danger to everyone. But he's obviously got his foibles and his weaknesses as well, which makes any matchup great down the line. Uh, let me know what you think, guys. Um, I think ultimately Luis Ortiz couldn't protect his lack of energy long enough, even though he boxed very well throughout. Wish him the best of luck 
in the rest of his career, hope he deserves probably given his level of skill to uh, make a couple of big fights that will secure his family as well. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting uh, roller roller coaster night with uh, yeah lots of curiosity left after that one too, particularly the Joshua Wilder fight. What would happen? My sense is Joshua would be the uh, favourite, but Wilder never rule him out. Hey, after that, cheers, guys.